Guys, episode 3,454, Friday's Captain's Run. The date is the 13th of January. I'm your host, Bert Newton. <laughs> Welcome back, Beric. Good to be back, James. Good to be Welcome, back. Welcome, Sats, and our online in-depth captain, Condo. You're on the line. How are you, bros? Uh, I'm good, boys. It's good to, uh, it's good to dial in. It's, uh, what time is it here? It's quarter to five here. It's already dark, but uh, we're making our way across Canada to, uh, I think next stop is Red Mountain. Wow. Red Mountain. Red Mountain. And all's well, mate? Everything's good over there? Oh, we just went through a bit of a section, which is probably relative to sort of uh, Wolf Creek. It was a bit spooky. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, all good. Everyone's good. Um, don't wait too much uh too much time shopping in Vancouver, but everyone's good. Everybody's suited up, ready for uh, ready for Red Mountain. Plenty of snow. Um, it's pretty much snowed or rained all the way across. But pretty sectiony, I think. I think that Red Mountain area's got a truckload of snow, but everywhere else doesn't doesn't have a lot apparently. So, no good. Ready to go tomorrow. Fire up! So Beza, welcome back, mate. Updates from the night. How you been going? Can anyone kick it over the middle bar? <laughs> Have you got them fucking fired up? Well, I was watching a bit of footage yesterday and I, uh, I'm i having about zero influence down there, I reckon. <laughs> but uh, look, they're getting there. One thing the boys are is fit. So they've come back in good, Nick, uh, from the Chrissy break. Bradman Best is firing. He looks really good. Um, the other boys, Kalen's obviously working out six there and that's going to take a, a little bit of time for him. But, but he looks good. Um, and the good thing for Adam O'Brien is he's got most of his cattle fit. So yep. compared to that time la- this time last year, they're in a lot better position. So um, I'll go down again in the next week, which will be, um, which will be good and um, hopefully tick over a little bit more stuff that we're doing. Has, um, how's Hastings been going, Barnsley? Fuck, I was just about to ask that. <laughs> Jacko will be good for him, mate. He's a communicator. Like, he's a natural leader. Yep. You know, so he suits what they need there, mate, which is a guy to get him around the park. And, um, you know, he's a dominant personality, and that's pretty good for Kalen because he can, he can swing into games when he needs to there at six is Kalen, and, and, and find the opportunities. Is Kalen dominant, like, at all, or is he pretty just, like, low-key? Would Jackson be doing more of the, like, on-field leadership stuff yeah for sure I think that that's sort of Jacko's role and why he's been brought to the club so um you know he's got a he's got a strong kicking game he's willing to run the footy but I think his biggest asset is just his communication so um you know obviously he's had his issues elsewhere but I think uh you know he's the first own up to that sort of stuff and um he's come with a really good attitude and and seems to have fitted in really well so you know I think look there's got to be teething problems, mate. You can't just – you can't have a guys come together in a club and, and whilst it may look great on a video in pre-season, you don't know until you get into those first few trials and round one and two and you go, okay. Yep. You know, you're hoping by mid-year that they're starting to really find some uh, – so find a bit of rhythm. Yeah. Farnsy, last question for the Knights. Uh, how's the two new blokes going? Um, 
You've got uh, is it uh, blokey out of Canberra? Oh yeah, Adam Elliott, Elliott, and yeah, and Jack Hetherington and Hetherington. Yeah, yeah. But they've both been injured, mate. So right. they're both coming off long term surgeries in the yep. off season. Adam and Jack, I think are both close to starting to train. It'd probably be this week they'd get starting to get into it with the boys. They've been in rehab thus far, so they're just learning it. But um, you know, Adam's got really good enthusiasm, mate. I think he'll be a natural. Natural sort of leader within the club. Yep. Yeah, really good guy, good energy. Obviously, he's um, engaged to Millie Boyle, captain of the mm. women's side, um, and an out-and-out superstar really in the women's game. So, um, you know, he's got a lot to play for there and, and should have a big year, I'd reckon. Can I, can I say, Bez, can I ask a question? You've been down the nights, pre-season training, getting those guys ready for the kick-in side of things. But yep. watching them train, how, like to get them fit, is there like are some of the sessions just like, your fucking end-to-end sprints for two. Like, how do they get themselves built up to get their, I guess, their tank ready to play 80 minutes of getting tackled, getting up, running the ball, getting tackled, or tackling? What sort of the um is the, it a lot of running? Like, well, it's a combo of running and wrestle. The the, the amount of contact and wrestle they do is huge. In rugby league, that's a big difference between league and union. Union, you got so much time you spend on scrums, yep. lineouts. Rucks and mauling and that sort of stuff, whereas leg, that entire focus goes into the wrestle and winning the um, winning the contact, winning the ground, yep. um, all that technical sort of stuff. And that, and as you know, as anyone who's done jujitsu, it is is some of the yeah. some of the hardest fitness you'll do. So, Rory Kostjation does that down there. Um, he's very good at it. Um, he's enthusiastic, young coach, he's keen, and and he's into it. So the boys are ripping in there. And then yeah, Woody, there's a lot of, you know, those grids sort of stuff. The testing most clubs use now is the Bronco as your fitness test. So it used to be the um, beep test and the yo yo. Just explain now the Bronco. Bronco. Yeah, what's so, the Bronco? So the Bron- yeah, the Bronco is 1.2k all up. But it's you will run twenty meters, turn, touch the try line. Forty meters, turn, touch the try line. Sixty meters, turn, touch the try line. You repeat it five times. So one point two k, no breaks. So wow. under five minutes is pretty much acceptable. I think you know yeah. that's kind of even uh, for the, the front rowers. Well, yeah, most like the Saifidi boys are real fit, so they're under five. They're, they're most of wow. the league boys, rugby wise, you're probably five thirty for your props. Is kind of, yeah. you know, they're a bit just carrying when you're carrying 120, 130 kilos. It's tough for those guys. So, yeah. um, but you know, like a guy like Payne Haas, he wins the Bronco at the Broncos. Ironically, wow. yeah, Very he's nice. that fit. So, um, I think Bradman Best has won it down at the Knights. So they'd give you an idea. So, um, yeah, right. So. Does that gauge where you're at in your actual fitness for the preseason too, do you think? Like, is that a good gauge or? Look, it, it, it ticks a bunch of boxes for an S&C yep. and, and, yep. and your staff. And you look at it and you compare it to the previous season, like, geez, we're here now. Yeah. That's an improvement. But does that translate to on-field yeah. success? Hard to prove, mate. Yeah. It's just all you all sit around and feel good about yourself. You know you're fit. Yeah. Okay, you're in the best possible condition you could be to start your campaign in terms of games. And then, mate, the, you know, the rubber hits the road, so to speak, because you've got to, you know, all the other footy stuff then starts to matter. And and by round eight, everyone's you can see it pretty fit. Yeah. You see the bunnies, like, they're always slow starters because I don't know how much – I think they do a lot of ball work and that in their preseason. They're not as fit. But you watch them pick up speed as the season goes on. Like, they've played in the last four preliminary finals. Is that like a Wayne Bennett theory or something like that, do you think? I don't, I don't know. Like Wayne's changed over time. I mean, the Broncos' preseasons were bloody hard. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, the Storm ones are ruthless. So I, I don't think any club gets away without working hard in some capacity, but I think some clubs might 
really loaded early on and then others are more like, nah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait and pick it up as the season goes on. Uh, ball bag last week. Um, did you listen, Barnsley? Apparently it went off. Woody's, did it? Yeah, Woody's ball bag, James Woods. Yeah, I did. Um, I didn't ever do one in our first, yeah. first podcast, probably because, man, you had about seven wild turkeys, but we did. I can't, I can't really and remember. And we were sort of worried it. about time back then. We didn't, uh, every podcast we did was kind of, yeah. Yeah, it was maybe you had to keep yeah, around 30 minutes or whatever. Go, Condo. I reckon the interesting thing, yeah, the interesting thing for me was I didn't realize that until I went back and listen to it because we wanted to start with uh, Beric, myself or Woody and uh, we never did one. And I, I don't know, Barney, did we do one with you? I'm not too sure. I don't know how much you'll get out of it though. Not a lot of wisdom up here. No. <laughs> I, I think too back then <laughs> we are really aggressive with just going at 7 o'clock at night and having a pretty good beer, a pretty good few beers and a <laughs> <Yeah>. good chit-chat. <laughs> yeah. A lot, a lot, fun, a lot freer back then, I, I think. Well, the thing I liked about yours, Woody, well, Woody was... Well, Woody, the... Uh, yeah, you go, Condo. Go, Steve. You go. Well, I, I reckon the... Uh, the we, I always get random comments and messages on Instagram after we do a long-form podcast, but uh, the overriding messages since yours went up a couple of days ago, it was only Wednesday, so it's only two days ago, is how do we make Woody? So you might have to do some sort of signing tour or something because there's so many people out there that want to meet the star of the show. I'm going to uh, set up a bench like the... Uh, the rotary at the, in front of the bottle at the IGA. I'm just going to just sit yep. there. <laughs> yes. You can just come and get it, my autograph when you're getting fucking bacon and eggs to cook from the IGA. Perfect. I can love it. And, Condo, uh, your ball bag drops next week. Wow. So uh, well, we're all looking forward yeah. to that. Yeah. Mm. It's, a big, it's a big ball bag too. It's, it's a big spoken in third person. <laughs> is Condo <laughs> interviewing Condo yeah, about Condo? Yeah, he fucking seriously <laughs> asked himself a few questions. <laughs> Yeah, looking, looking forward uh, to that. I, I, I look forward to your comments, baby. <laughs> I look forward to hearing it, mate. And uh, the other bloke we all sat down with uh, through the week, which uh, we'll probably put up next week, is uh, Connor O'Leary. Uh, he's off to Hawaii. Hawaii yeah. Start of the WSL season. And uh, had a chat to him about boards. and Yeah, his approach and off-season. And, um, yeah, and what, how he's feeling going in Hawaii. How is he going, Woody? Oh, he's killing it. He's best going. best nick of his career. Would you yeah, say? Yeah, I think he lost about. I think he said it on the podcast about four or five kilos since uh, the tour finished at Chopes in September or whatever it was yep. or August. He, he's had a good chunk of time up at Pete Roberts's place, really almost every day in there doing awesome. something. And uh, yeah, he's he's like he's like a grizzly bear. He's strong as he's strong as an ox. He's ready to go. Condo, what was your thoughts listening to it? What did you think? It. What do you think? Uh, I, I reckon it's probably the most confident I've heard him talk, to be honest. And I thought, thought it was really interesting. I mean, I, obviously we all talk to Pete a fair bit and get a bit of intel about you know, which is always black and white from Pete on how the athletes that train out of the shed are going. And I think it's probably the most upbeat I've heard Pete as well. Yeah. So I think he's. I, I you know, I mean, I. Think from memory, I asked the question: Where did we all think that he was going to end up in front of Connor while he was sitting on the couch? And I think he's going to improve on ninth in the world. I think he's going to give the top five a real shake. And I think if he, uh, you you hadn't mentioned it, you had not mentioned it previously, but I really like the approach that you guys have come up with. And he's going to have dog on the beach, travelling with him, but he's going to, you know, he's definitely not going to leave anything in the tank, and he's going to uh, surf a lot more aggressively, especially on those first one or two turns. So. 
I must say I'm super keen to watch that. Yeah. And I think if he does that, he, he's one of those surfers that doesn't fall a lot. So I think if he does that, he's a big boy. He's got a lot of power. He's got a lot of strength. I think he's, uh, he could really surprise with uh, the way he gets judged. So I'm calling that he'll be top five in the world. I like it. Beautiful. All right, boys, around the grounds, uh, cricket, it's all sort of over for uh, our summer, but um, big news, the Indian squad has been announced. Yeah, four, four spinners. Yeah. Yep. And, and I don't know, I was surprised a couple of them, like Todd Murphy getting at Guernsey, seven shield yeah, games. Yeah. I, I've heard he's people. Huge surprise. Yeah, I know Stephen O'Keefe said he's the best off spinner since Nathan Lyon, so that's a big rap. Um, but, yeah, I suppose, you know, him, um, Schwepson, they went with Agar and obviously Nathan Lyon. Yeah. Um, like, what, does Adam Zampa play any form of long-form cricket or not? He mustn't. I, I thought he'd be worth a crack because he can bat all right. Yeah, well, I just – he gets wickets. Gets wickets. He can yeah. Turn, yeah. Is there any omissions, like anyone missed out that you thought would have made it? Not really. really. Everyone that – like, it's a pretty it's a, tight team at the moment. Like, oh. the starting eleven's gnarly. The, the beauty of it is they can put Bolin in straight away or oh. they can rotate Bolin in if someone's got a slight niggle. But they said in the article that I read with the squad, I don't know if you read the same thing on Fox, that um, they might even play two to three spinners in one of the tests. If the pitch is doing crazy. Doing nothing. Doing nothing. Yeah, they might like get, you know, rest a couple of the fast bowlers and play a couple, two to three even. Yeah. Spinners. It's reminding me of those, well, it's the most halcyon days of Australian cricket, but back when Ricky Ponting had that gun yeah. side where it was just settled, there's yep. really no one in our top order that you're not picking. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, David Warner's obviously got a couple of question marks and this will test him, India. Yeah. He deserves the right to go there. For sure. And and whether it works out for him or not remains to be seen. But he's been a great test batsman for us. He still is. He's obviously that 200 probably saved, saved, his, saved his career. 100%. And he showed what a – he's just a dogged character, mate. He finds a way when it's yeah. tough. So – you know, he earns an opportunity there, but it'll it'll be tough for us. This is one of the great – I'm looking – I haven't looked yeah. forward to a couple of tours more than this for a while because, you know, this Australian summer of cricket was yeah. – it was a yawn fest, it was, really. It was, it, was bo- it was average. So this is going to be great. India over there, then the Ashes. Bring it on. Bring and it then on. isn't it the world test match too, the one, the one and two? Is that, or yeah. is that the following? Well, I don't know. Look, I'm, I, I think that's got merit in it, but it hasn't got the – the status, I don't think yeah. yet. You know what I mean? Like there's when there's something about playing for the Ashes when it's been going for as long as it has been. That and an English side with Baz, with Brendan McCullum as coach, yeah, massively different. You, you used to go over there; it'd be a tur- like you know you'd have to play that English style. Now, mate, they are entertaining. Is they're cricket- looking to get five hundred in a day if they can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we'll just yeah, say yeah, the other well, day. Just on, on- go, Condo. Just on that test ranking, just touching on that, I reckon it's a lot of bullshit. I mean, South Africa came to Australia ranked number two in the world. Yeah. Like, how's that right? Yeah, yeah. The, I reckon the Atlantic Swooping Magpies would have given them a fucking red hot crap. All right, boys, uh, move on to NRL. Um, any big news out of what's happening with the salary cap stuff, Condo? Is that all sorted now? or? Well,. No, my understanding is it's still not agreed to. I don't know what's going on there. I'm not sure what the NRL are trying to do. They they seem to be playing smoke and mirrors. The Players Association haven't agreed to any ink on the the CBA. Uh, Obviously, the NRL is still making noises that the salary cap's gone to 12.1 mil, which is a 25% increase. I think the other thing that is interesting, um, 
Phoebe, I don't know if you've heard this, but I'm hearing from pretty good sources that RTS is not going to be selected in the World Cup squad. Uh, he's returned back to Sydney. He's been training in the Eastern Suburbs for the last five weeks, and he's going to be playing for the Roosters this year. Wow. There you go. Yeah, well, he'd be a That's handy addition for what he's fuck. already one of the most star-studded back lines going on. Where around. are they fucking playing, oh. the guy? It's the salary somewhere. And they don't around. have any fullbacks. <laughs> no, yeah. just every fucking good one in the NRL. There's yeah, I, I, think, I think he'd come into their side as a centre. Um, but even then, you know, you've got Joey Marn who's going to be definitely fuck. one centre. But you forget how good Roger is. Like, mate, he was a two-time Dally M winner, isn't he? Yeah. Do you reckon he just he's, hasn't gone as well in rugby as he thought he would have? Or no, he's, he's gone, gone really well, mate. He's played for the All Blacks. I think yeah. people – Oh, he like, has we, played a game. He's played yeah, test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People underestimate how good that is. Like, he's played his whole career pretty much in rugby league. Making the switch now is so hard. Like, it is not – they're not easy anymore. Like people look back to when, you know, Lottie and Wendell and all these sort of yeah. guys did it and Matt Matt Rogers was a very good player in doing it. But, mate, it's difficult and it's difficult to go over there with the amount of talent they've got and, and crack that side. So to do what he did I think is a good achievement, mate. Like it's it just shows though the difference. Like he's gone from being the number one player almost in the game in league at certain times to going over there and struggling to make a bench spot in the All Blacks because yeah. that's that's what people need to understand about how much depth and talent they've got. They've got. Okay, so Condo, this is a question for you and Bez as well. The the guy that's probably their, their best fullback in the All Blacks, could he come in, I don't know what his name is, could he come in and have a good – a good crack? Would he be one of the better fullbacks in the NRL? Could he do what Roger's done the other way, do you think, Condo? Yeah, it's a good question. Yeah, it is. I, I think so, but but to what point? Like, that's playing for your national team. Roger's yeah. come in and played for the Blues and got them to, like, played in a title-winning side and done really well. So, um, but they're both so oh, – they're similar games but different in many, many assets yeah. too, you know what I mean? Like, Who'd be and, good at it, Barnsley, from a rugby to NRL point of view, do you think? Who, who would – because you've got a few blokes that have done it from juniors, like Ben Kennedy played rugby yeah. as a junior. Yeah. Um, back row for the Roosters. Yeah, Angus Crichton. Angus Crichton. Yeah. So there's blokes. A lot of these guys, though, went to union schools. They claim them as union players, but most of them have been on league contracts for a while. I think Angus Crichton definitely played a lot of rugby. Um, Cameron Murray went to a school, but I think he's always been contracted to a rugby league side. Um, Luke Geary. Yeah, Luke Heary, another one, good one. Yeah, Pappenhausen, they were both playing a bit of rugby, I think, as well. But, um, yeah, Luke Heary probably could do it, but obviously with the concussions and that he's had, not too sure. A guy like Matt Burton with his kicking game, like that that suits rugby, but yep. he's he's a rugby, he's a dubbo boy. He's played rugby league his whole life. So well, I think the big thing the league boys struggle with because coming across is just how much content – like how much learning they've got to do with rugby because, mate, the amount of structure, like the amount of calls, yeah. it's kind of like you got the NFL up here, you got rugby in the middle, and then you probably got league and soccer down the bottom with how much of like extra work you have to do to know the lineouts, the scrum plays, where you've got to be on the field. Whereas like league's not simple by any means, the mm-hmm. equation, but you don't need to go into that depth. I think the main difference is just that physicality, isn't it? Like if you're a, if you're a, rugby forward and yep. you've, you've come across to play league. Yeah. Um, if you look at all the forwards and the body shapes of the props and the second rowers and the back rowers, there's probably only a few there that could really make rugby league at a high level. 
and probably the back rowers being a few of them. I just yeah. think that physicality. Oh, look, is a just guy, a guy like Artie Severe would be great. Be perfect. He's got that leg drive, that speed sort of thing. He, he'd be fantastic. I'm trying to think about leagueies. <coughs> like the Saifidi brothers, both size wise, could play rugby mm. without a doubt, and they got massive engines. So, but they played league their whole life. You can't come to Union at 25, 26 as a forward. You know, Brad Thorne's really the only one who's who's done it. And what he did was unbelievable. So, I don't know. I just think a different – I think Roger Tuovasa-Shek's done really well in rugby. Credit to him. If he goes back to league, mate, well done for what he's achieved. Yeah, absolutely agree. NFL, uh, DeMar Hamlin, Woody, back at training. He's Pretty in the crazy. mix. Fired up. We're into finals, dude. First week of finals. Did you see that little thing in the, uh, in the ball and all chat room? Mm-hmm. Four of the highest-paid quarterbacks in the league, Condo put it up. None of them in the finals. Aaron Rodgers. Who else was it? It was Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson, um, Kyler Murray. And who was the other guy? It would be um, the – Yeah, I think the other thing – Rams, is it? No. No, who was it, Condo? Who was the other guy? Uh, no, well, Josh Allen. Josh Allen's going to play finals. Um, yeah. Well, I think they touched on Brady, the fact that – he is obviously in the finals, but they've come in just so weak. I mean, they're in such a weak division, the Bucs. So it's going to be really interesting how they go uh, first weekend. I tend to think they, I don't know, I think they're up against it unless they turn things around. Their form hasn't been that great. Who's your pick, Woody? Uh, at this stage of the game, I can't go past the Chiefs. They're, they've got the week off. Uh, they won the NFC. Um, yeah, I don't know. The Eagles, I think, won the... The Eagles won the AFC. I just can't see anyone getting past the Chiefs. Chiefs have recruited well, unless the Bills go mad. Yeah, because Allen's got that ability. Allen's got that ability. They've got a good defense, but my, my pick's the Chiefs. Yeah, like I, I think to your point about the quarterbacks, it's the same when, Ru- when Russell Wilson wasn't on a sh- massive salary. Seahawks were great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they could spread their roster yeah. Yeah. and they could fill good players yeah. in other positions. But now when the quarterback takes up $100 million a year salary cap, well, here it's it is. tough to go well. Yeah. This is the – it's Aaron Rodgers missed the playoffs, $50 million this season. Um, Wilson. Yep. $49 million this season for yep. the Broncos. Deshaun Watson, $46 million. And Kyler Murray, $46 million. Imagine getting paid $46 million bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Oh, they! Yeah. Mu- I reckon that's the money they they were supposed to make if they hit all their bonuses. Surely that's not guaranteed. Is it? Yeah, well, I, yeah, NFL is a hard a hard one yeah. it? because it's never really. It's, it's not like baseball where they're getting guaranteed. Yeah, you know, yeah. That's right. boys. Uh, we'll move on. Australian Open starts. Uh, well, has started. What's is it your? The, uh, is, it, is it started or is it just it's just been the playoffs? Isn't it? The not the playoffs. It the, starts um, on, the qualifying. Uh, does it start on Sunday or Monday or something? Qualifying. I think it starts. Uh, maybe it is Monday. Yeah, but, I think it's uh, Monday. Who's your uh, Who's your pick? Well, I think probably Djokovic. Really, it's hard to go past him. He's got probably the biggest Dorito chip on his shoulder ever for getting <laughs> booted out for fucking yeah. that shit last year. Think about how it was last year. All the shit he copped, and he got uh, deported, and now <clears throat> you can get it fucking down the bakery. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. Just, you can go in there with it and they'll still serve you a pie. <laughs> How about um, Matty Renshaw the other day? He's playing test yeah. cricket with it but standing. Oh. Remember he stood yeah. there yeah. next to him on the anthem <laughs> and then in the dugout half he was just away. He's half a foot away without a mask. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like in the world just 
Just, yeah, anyone, any quickly. cricketer that saw that that had to miss test last year for maybe having it uh, for a close contact. Would be blowing up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. Hindsight's a wonderful thing, though. Oh, tipping wise, and yeah. that. Who do you think Kyrgios oh. will go? I hope he goes all right. Look, whatever you say, like him and Cock and Agus, mate, they're entertaining. <laughs> I fucking he, he shits me though at times. Like I freaking like every time I want to love him, he goes he out and just does something, and you go. Fuck, man, I want to love you. I want yep. you yeah. to do well and just, you know, and that's kind of the appeal of him too. So, yeah, mate, I, look, I think they'll go all right in the doubles again. I, mate, they, they won it last year. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, what's that? Boys. What's that? I'm just trying to think of the betting on it. Like the Alcaraz guy, the one, the young. Alcaraz. Alcaraz, he's, he had an injury. He hasn't played okay. the last couple of weeks. He, they rested him for the Oz Open. But I think he might, I think his injury is maybe even bad enough that he's not even playing. But he's the US Open champion. He's world number one. I mean, about. he'll be – he's like – Yeah, he's got he's, grit too, mate. Yeah, he mm. – don't, don't fuck around with Nadal either. What about you, Kondo? Who's your tip? Well, I don't really have a tip, but I'll tell you the thing that I find quite amusing is Tommy going to the organisers and asking for a wild card after the panning he's given the Australian Open organisers and the Australian tennis over the years. But – what the fuck was he thinking? And what chance was he ever going to get one of those? No chance. I think, I think that, that sums him up. Something yeah. sums uh, him up. He just is so deluded he can write someone off and uh, and still think he can just go in and ask the same person for, for a wild card. It's funny with these guys. You just continually burn bridges and yeah. soon enough you're swimming. You well, know they don't I mean? give a like fuck that. about yeah. tennis till January till the Aussies opens on. Like, oh, I might as well just go have my 15 minutes of fame at home. Yeah. Yeah. Righto, boys. Uh, homework review this week. I don't know if you we – sp- we spoke about it. Yeah, I've it, watched Woody. it a few times. Nosvid. Uh, Nosvid. Noah um, Dean's uh, profile vid for, I guess, the back end of last year. Yeah, it's crazy. Have you seen it, Barnsley? It's, Mate, oh, boys, I haven't, but um, I've had Kondo fill me in. It sounds yeah. bloody impressive. And what he's done pretty much on his Pat Malone too, eh? Yeah. yeah. Kondo, I know you're all over it. Um, run us through the sort of the ins and outs of it, mate, from your point of view. Oh, well, I look, I, I think firstly, it's a, it's a great example of re- reinvesting back into yourself as an individual uh, athlete, which, Barnsley, I know you played team sport all, all your life, so you never really had to do that. But um, my hat, you know, take my hat off to, to Noah big time since he's carved out a really successful pre-surf career. But, you know, over the space of, I think, the best part of 18 months, maybe two years, I spoke to Mikey Malalu just via text a few times and uh, Mick Kane, who manages Noah. But, you know, for those that aren't up to speed, I know uh, Ain't That Swell discussed it in depth as well, but Noah invested the best part of two years and between 150 and 200 grand of his own money into putting that clip together, which I think um, is a testament to the fact of really backing himself, picking the waves on swells, the type of illness he had with him, the angles he got. Um, you know, I mean, then incentives come back by you know, YouTube hits and, um, you know, other incentives for his major sponsor, Volcom. But, you know, it's been that big a success. You know, Volcom now have him on the roster to, to basically to produce any films that they do um, moving forward. And if you have a look at Volcom's roster, you know, Jack Robbo, Yoga Dora, uh, Noah, far out. Jesus, they can put, you know, Ballarat stack. Couldn't they put a clip together? Yeah, Kondo, my... My sort of input from this whole vid and the review of it was exactly kind of the last bit you said. I feel like the way he invested in it and the way the movie's made, Volcom have like a really cool history of like 
sort of unique, different movies they've made over the years when they've had like these amazing teams with Bruce and Gavin Beshan and Ozzy Wright. I feel like Volcom now have got the team, Jack Robbo, Yogadora, Noah, they've got this really sick team of, they all surf different, they all charge, crazy big airs, like really entertaining surfers. Yep. And the way that Noah backed himself to make that style of movie, it's, it's a really similar sort of edit to one of the Volcom movies, which was cool. He went that way and they would just be rubbing their hands together going, mate, we'll just give you the keys. You go organise the trips to the cool spots. We'll get Jack and Yoga there. Oh, surely they'll make something sick with those three over the next year or two. I don't know his wage, but that's a huge investment, isn't it, to put back into yourself to make a movie? Why wouldn't you, But If it's going to prolong another contract for another four years, if you're that guy that's doing these sick clips every 12 to 18 months, mm. it's something that, fuck, I love the way he surfs. Yeah. And I, I think anyone, whether you're John John watching it or another free surfer, you're, it's a movie to get amped to. Yeah, for sure. It's fucking sick. Why do you reckon he hasn't done um, the WSL? Like he hasn't done comps, just doesn't like him? It's not his approach. Nah. It's not his personality. I, don't, I think he did a bit of it like in our podcast that he said. He just wants to surf big fucking crazy pits and fucking do, do giant big airs yeah. and, and he puts giant a, big turns. I, I, that's one of the one thing I took out of his podcast was the fact that the amount of time he spends in the water in order to get those clips. Like I just thought free surfer, what do you do? You know yeah. what I mean? Like but – no, nah, there's a fair amount of, Im- yeah. you know, work you've got to oh, put into yeah, it, and then you've got to be uploading all your clips. You've got to be someone who's a little bit left to center in order to get likes and all that. So there's a, there's a lot yeah. to it. He's, like pressure he's, on yourself. He's exactly himself. And when I first come met him and come across him when he was 14, he's very similar in the way he is his personality. But the thing you got to remember that 150 to 200 grand that Condo's talking about that he spent over two years that's paying for filmers trips and stuff. I reckon he did, let's say, off the top of maybe 20 trips in that two, like 20 big trips. He might have scored waves on 12 of them. So eight trips, let's say eight of those trips are two to four grand with a filmer paying for two to three other people to come. Mm. He's willing to fucking have a skunk trip. So he might get somewhere, winds are shit, it's raining, whatever, or he just doesn't land anything or doesn't do anything good. You got to get on the plane home after a week. You've just spent five to yeah. six grand, paid for three people to come with you. That can happen a lot, and he just kept going kept for going. trips. Yeah, that's where the payoff is. Yeah, where do you? I just on, just on this. Where do you see the future of surf films? Like, is it? It's that. It's that. Like, that's is the, that where, where what yeah. he's done? Like, you know, because like as someone who's not in the surf, like was in surf culture, like something like an endless summer for me because it sold the dream, but doesn't. That's not it's probably. More, yeah. That's more of a documentary of yeah. two different surfers traveling together yeah. to unique places. Whereas uh, Noah's is more of a like a video that I would watch as a kid. You're watching the craziest shit to get amped to go surf, probably fucked waves out the front of your house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like yeah, any okay. kid that's 12 to 14 is watching we'd that watch on it. their phone now yep. and going, fuck yeah, let's go to the shores. Let's go try one of those airs. And just onshore, you've got stung by a blue bottle and you're like, fuck, I'm not. <laughs> But you just watch it the next day, like summer holidays. Yeah. I just put on – I had three movies, you know. I had three different movies I'd watch. What were they? Sabotage is uh, the first movie Taj bang out. Yeah. Um, another one called Alley Oop, which was like a Billabong one, and uh, Momentum, which is oh, a Taylor yeah, Steele yeah. one with yeah. Kelly and that. The Shut Momentum one, you just pick your favourite section, like whatever, whatever three-minute – 
four-minute section it was and you'd rewind it with the fucking old VHS tape. Who'd you like in the momentum vid? I liked, fuck, I liked Kelly and I liked Kalani Rob. They were my two. Kalani Rob. Fuck yeah, Kalani Rob was unbelievable. So, but I, I feel like Noah is at the tip of the spear with what he's doing. Tip of the spear for sure for his free surf edits. Yeah, and it's, it's unbelievable what he's done. Righto, boys, get off the fence. Anything this week? Get off the fence wise. Condo, you're over there in the freezing cold. What are your um yeah, what's, what's your thoughts, Mo? Well, before we get off the fence, can I just wrap up Noah's by saying, um, Bez, go and watch it and I think you'll you'll be blown away at just the level of the quality of surf. But I think two things that when we sat down with Noah that night and we and he was he was happy to come and sit in the shed and do a podcast and stand out for me when I watched that clip is I think uh, one thing he inherited from Wayne is uh, hard work. He's really got a, a really high work ethic. And I think the second thing is that video just shows how creative Noah Dane is. Um, get off the fence. Uh, I don't really have one except for I just wish the NRL and the Players Association were only, you know, the NRL starts the first week of March and we're, you know, we're mid-January. Like, it's, it's friggin' amateur hour. And we know why News Corp won't report on it because they're the main, uh, you know, they're basically the biggest spend on, um, you know, with New South Wales racing, like far than all your bloody cronies, get off the fence and actually start reporting on all the ins and outs of why this hasn't, why, you know, wh- wh- why they're not agreeing to it and why we can't get a deal over the line like six weeks out from the comp. Like, it just, I don't know, I think it's totally inept. Yep, no, I agree. Love it, Condo. Mine is the LA Lakers. Um, Jenny Bass and the LA Lakers ownership. Uh, we've won five of our last six games. Can you, as an LA Lakers front office, get off the fucking fence and make some trades? So LeBron, LeBron is 38. He's averaging 28, about seven and six. He's 38. We've got to get that guy a couple more good shooters and we're fucking on. LA Lakers, if you listen to this podcast, Jenny Bass, the owner of the LA Lakers, make some trades. Get your act together. Yeah. Barnsey, anything for you? No, I've got nothing, mate. I'm all good. Mine is just um, Adam O'Brien and yourself just find a, a fullback for the Knights. That'd be, that'd be fucking handy. No pressure. Uh, right, a final word, boys. Um, Condo, you're over there again, uh, freezing your balls off. I'm sure keen to get moving, mate. Final word out of you. You there, Condo? That's his final he's word. He's gone. Thanks, <laughs> mate. Thank you, mate. Get nicked, you, blokes. Uh, right. Well, he's he's gone. Wood, Woodsy, anything out of you, mate? Fuck. Final word for me would be just please, please the gods of the NRL make the Tigers play pretty good, at least better than fucking the last three years. Please, NRL gods. They've got to be better, mate. RTS. Think about going to the Tigers if there's no <laughs> spot. I'll take him at fucking fullback. I'll take him at centre. I'll take him at five who, eight. Who is, ben, is Benji a coach with Sheensy? What is it? Yeah, I think he's his assistant for the next mm. year or two. Yeah. And then there's the succession plan and Sheensy stays as the football manager or something like that or the recruiter or whatever and, yep. and, and Benji takes Happy Corris has a huge get for you. I think, we'll, I think we'll be there or thereabouts. If Hastings stayed, I would, I would have yeah. preferred not to get Clemmer to have Hastings stay. But I just don't feel like we got – I don't think Brooks speaks enough or something. I don't know. Dane Laurie could play enough. well. Who's the other guy? Is it Doheny or Dewey? Adam, Adam Dewey. Dewey. We've got a few players there, but mm. I don't think they're consistent enough. I don't know. That's mine. Yeah. Please, gods, make them fucking do something good. 
Barnsley? Um, well, I've spent the last uh, week out at Lismore at a junior cricket carnival, so I've, I've been head down in that. But uh, oh, I'll just say, mate, it's nice to be in Lismore without rain um, mm. this time of year because last year she was uh, pretty flooded. So to all the people out there getting back on their feet, it was nice to drive around a lot of those areas that Satsy, you're on the back of a jet ski during the, the height of it. Uh, mate, I'm fucking crazy how in the hell you were doing what you were doing that day, you and TJ. But uh, And also nice to go back and see that some people are, um, you know, building again, going again, so, and uh, back in their homes and that sort of stuff. And a few businesses up and running on that South really? Lismore side. Cool. Yep, yep. Sick. So the stock feeds and a few places like that are all, uh, you know, Day's Machinery and a few things. So Still a lot of um, – Having a crack. And still a, lot, still a lot of damage, hey? Like still a lot not rebuilt. Shit, shit yeah, mate. And, and I understand, well, mate, you saw what mm, far out. Yeah. Like it's – and then, then – ripping and gutting people's places and, and just how genuinely unsafe they were. But as we know, mate, housing and times, people are doing it tough. So, uh, yeah, I just think, um, you know, Lismore, geez, they're resilient. Yeah, no, well said, mate. Well, mine is, boys, uh, if you're out there listening to next Wednesday, condos, uh, ball bag, pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I got a lot out of it. Um, sort of knew a bit of his story, but some of those, um, you know, uh, Bits of information how he goes into his trips on the helicopters and um, <laughs> trading all sorts of crazy. Give you d- an idea, is he the Gordon Gecko? It's like the he was like yeah, he was like. He is. I think we got a we got a really good look at how he is, and he never really speaks too much about himself. But we got a pretty PG version. I reckon there was some crazy shit. Oh, I reckon. Out. I reckon there's a long form. But podcast. some amazing stuff on you know how he made it work with his family. He gave up stuff. A really good job working in Hong Kong to get his kids back, get them around the beach, get them into a cool spot. I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot of cool little points in there, some sacrifices he made. I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah. No, no, I'm looking forward to this one, Sats. Somebody. Yeah. Condos. Big Condos. And uh, yeah, and enjoy, enjoy your resty holiday, Condo. So, uh, <laughs> boys, we're back into it Monday. Monday's experts. Yep. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Monday yeah, or we'll Tuesday. Yeah, we'll work sweat. it out. Yeah, but uh, thanks, boys. Very beautiful, very, Satsy. Uh, well done, first first time hosting. First time on hosting. Fire. Hey, just quietly, you've slowed down your voice into that sexual tone again. So you've got, <laughs> yeah, you've got. <laughs> to, yeah. Oh no! All right, thanks, thanks, boys. Thank you. Don't smoke here. We only set fire through the microphones. <laughs>